Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the Process Podcast. I'm Charlie Witkowski. That's Nick Veronica. And we have, yet again, another returning guest. This time, though, we're not talking about fancy football challenges. We're talking about the AFC Championship game, Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, Sunday, 640 CBS. And we have with us this week Cyrus Wittig. Cyrus, what is up, man? Man, it's glad to be – it's good to be back on here. I mean, if when we talked back in the fall, um, I said, you got to have me back if the Chiefs and Bills meet in the postseason. And um, – I, it, I'm, I'm glad that we're talking again because that means the Chiefs or Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> and and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be back on and, and looking forward to you know talking about Sunday with you guys. Hey, we're men of our word. We said we'd have you back. We didn't forget. I know, um, I know. If, if you're new to the podcast and you didn't hear Cyrus's first episode, he shared a story that his fantasy football league had punishment for the losing team had to spend 24 consecutive hours in a Waffle House and you can – take one hour off for every waffle that you eat. And he uh, shared the, the struggle, the, uh, mostly just the struggle with uh, yeah, the struggle. <laughs> and his uh, tips, I guess, if you could call it, if there's, if there's a tip, he said, be nice to the, the staff. And he said, people are still asking you, like people have adopted this and they, they find you on Twitter. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I, I've gotten, I've gotten like a steady, it's like, you know, every once, a, once every two weeks, you know, a couple times a month, people DM me and, ask about the Waffle House Challenge and say they have to do it and ask for tips and stuff like that. And I, I wish I had more insight, you know, or, or help to give them. I just, like I said, I, I just say, bring your phone, bring chargers, bring computer chargers to keep you busy, be nice to the staff and uh, have a good attitude. But, uh, um, you know, I, it's, I, I think I'm kind of the unofficial king of the Waffle House Challenge now. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I did not invent it, but uh it's i think i kind of brought it i brought it to brought it to the forefront so to speak <laughs> and you, he mentioned he's a chiefs fan so of course he's back yep. you said you're from long island and you are now in uh today you're in arkadelphia arkansas how did you become a yeah. chiefs fan no so i was born in new york city um my dad was born in kansas my dad's side of the family is all from kansas city oh, um okay. you know my my dad's my grandpa my dad's dad my grandpa on that side had tickets you know to the season tickets to the chiefs from the time that their first season in Kansas city, like which was 1962 or 63 um, had season tickets for, you know, 50, 50 years um, all the way down to when he was in his, uh, you know, early nineties, he was going to the game just by himself. Um, and so, you know, and I grew up in Kansas. So I go to, I, I, we grew up about an hour, 15 minutes West of Kansas city. Um, and so I go to, you know, one chiefs game a year. Um, but, uh, I've been, I've been, you know, a diehard Chiefs fan my my entire life, and uh, so I've had to, I've had to prove to a few people that I'm not just a not just a bandwagon fan. Um, but I've been all over now. Now I'm down in Arkansas, which is kind of turning into Chiefs country again. Um, hmm. You know, if you go, if you look back at like the old original Chiefs logo from the early '60s before the Arrowhead, mm-hmm. it's like it's running Native American. And it's got like, it's got an outline of like the Midwestern states. It's like Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Nebraska, I think. So Arkansas has kind of always quasi been in the chief's kingdom, but um, now that the, the Cowboys have been so bad for so long and the chiefs are so exciting that there's, you, you see a lot of fans, especially in Northern Arkansas, become chiefs. And so it's fun to see, uh, it's fun to see more down here. So who's a nostalgic chief for you? Are you like a Trent Green, Dwayne Bowe kind of guy? 
Yeah, I mean, Trent, Trent Green's obviously the, you know, before Andy Reid is is the is the only, I mean, you know, Joe, Joe Montana, I was, you know, I was three years old, so I don't have any memories of Montana playing for the Chiefs. And then, you know, have the, the days of, you know, Elvis Gerback and, you know, Rich Gannon and the awful quarterbacks we had in the 2000s, Brody Croyle, Tyler Thigpen, Damon Heward. Um, and then, you know, we got Trent Green and, and, and we're, we had a few decent, we just had that one season and the famous no punt game when we lost to Peyton Manning at home. But um, I mean, I grew up on Trent Green, Priest Holmes, Tony Gonzalez, Eddie Kettison, um, Johnny Morton. Tony, I mean, all those guys. I forgot um, about Eddie, Eddie Kennison. Eddie Kennison, yeah, just uh, and you know, so I mean, but but Priest, I mean, Priest Holmes was 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 the man. I mean, he was, you know, um, he was the man until um, and we he was really the only superstar we had until Andy Reid came along, and then obviously Patrick Mahomes. What has it uh, been like uh, being a fan during the Mahomes era? You just you you had high hopes for him being drafted tenth overall. He sat his first year. The team was still yeah. good with Alex Smith, and yeah. then he just came out and turned the league on its head. What has that been like? Man, it's it's uh, it's crazy. I never get like too much into like draft stuff uh, in terms of draft grades and and projecting people out. And and I think Josh Allen is you know a perfect example of that as well. You know people were were uncertain on Josh Allen when he came out of Wyoming. Um, obviously, you know, I was the, the rumors coming out of Mahomes rookie camp were that he could he could probably start, you know, day one of the NFL. Like he he was that impressive. And then that week 17 game when when Reed sat the starters and, and Mahomes, um, you know, he, his stat line wasn't very impressive. I don't think he threw a touchdown, but the throws he was making with Albert Wilson as his best receiver were just I mean, you, you, you could instantly tell, like he was, he was something special. Um, and then when, when he took over, um, you know, the, the rest is kind of history. And, and, and I tweeted, I tweeted earlier this week, like it's, it, it's really like unfathomable that this is like happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, the, I mean, and this is part of my tweet. I mean, I, I tweeted, you know, in 2015, uh, you know, chiefs, I, I, I I was celebrating going insane when we beat the Texans in the wild card 30 to nothing that was still with Alex Smith. Um, and, and that was our first playoff win in, in over a decade. My, my first playoff win, you know, that I can remember from being an adult, I think the last one was like 93 or something like that. When, and then that, that was the season we eventually lost to the bills. Um, I think in uh, the AFC championship or something. Um, but uh, man, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to think, you know, five or six years later, we're, we're going to our, possibly play in our third Super Bowl trying to repeat. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. It's, un, it's unfathomable. I mean, um, it's, it's, I, I have to, you know, pinch myself and cherish it because this is, I mean, this is the best it's ever going to get. Um, and I, and I hope, and, and I hope, I hope Chiefs fans realize that because, you know, this is, this Mahomes is a once in, once in a lifetime talent and he's been paired with a, you know, once in a lifetime coach. And so, um, it's just been it it's 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 been pretty fun. You mentioned that uh the last Chiefs well I, I guess before obviously uh you know last year, but the, the the last time the Bills and Chiefs met in the playoffs was nineteen ninety four, almost to the day. Um mm. it was January twenty third, nineteen ninety four, and, and obviously the Sunday's gonna be January twenty fourth, but twenty seven years ago, almost to the day. And then wow. before that, the Bills played 27 years ago again, almost to the day. 
uh, Kansas City versus Buffalo in the AFL championship. Yeah, uh, yeah. The third time both teams are meeting here in the postseason. Each one has been 27 years apart. Obviously, we know Buffalo got the best of Kansas City um, last time, went on to right. the fourth grade Super Bowl. What does Kansas City have to do this week to get the best of Buffalo? Um, you know, I think uh, that's that's a good question. I, I you know, I, I think it's it's really just contain contain Josh Allen. Um, you know, Josh Allen is right now. I think the Bills' best option, obviously, is a thrower and a runner. Um, you know, from the last three weeks, I, I don't, I, I didn't really, I didn't see the entire Ravens um, game. I didn't see any of the Colts game. I was on a on a broadcast of my own, um, but. You know, looking at looking at the box score, you know, even to the even to the Jets game, in in week seventeen, I think that was or whoever y'all played week seventeen. I, I don't know, but it just seems like the Bills really don't trust their running game. Obviously, I think Moss is out, and I think single Singletary is is a little banged up. So, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna really fall it's gonna really fall heavily on 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 Josh Josh Allen's sol, sol, uh, shoulders, excuse me, and. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not saying like he has to play a perfect game for the Bills to win, but he's going to have to bring his A game, um, and 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 he's going to have to, I think, do it with with his with his legs as well, and you know, and extend some plays. Um, I think Spags is, you know, uh, will will use a lot of stuff from probably the Ravens game and, and stuff from the from Week Six when the Bills and the Chiefs uh, met before, and Spags is, you know, a, a, a pretty solid coordinator and, and, you know, especially in the playoffs and, and brings out all the stops. So, um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a big key. And I also think, you know, the, the health of um, the health of Gabriel Davis and Cole Beasley will be, will, will be huge too. I mean, you know, Stefan Diggs is a stud. Um, you know, we get to see, this is, pro, this is arguably the best wide receiver matchup between mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs, maybe this season. Um, you know, not even, obviously you could throw Travis Kelsey in there as well, um, but just wide receiver, wide receiver, you know, Dig, Diggs is going to get his. He always does. He, he's been unbelievable to watch this year. But you know, if if Cole Beasley doesn't catch the hasn't doesn't have one catch, uh, like he did against the Ravens, um, you know, th- I think there's a direct correlation between that and and the Bills going four of thirteen on third down. And then you know, and then and Davis gets hurt, and I'm not sure if he's 100. percent So I think you know, comes down to Allen playing a great game. And, um, you know, if he's got his, his full arsenal of guys to go to, um, cause if not, then the chiefs can, can afford to double or bracket digs. And, um, you know, it, it's, I think it's going to be tough for, for Allen to, you know, to depend on, you know, a banged up Beasley and, and Gabriel Davis on Sunday. All right. I got, I cannot believe we've gotten 10 minutes in here. Maybe we have not talked about the elephant in the room yet, which is Patrick Mahomes' health. He, yeah. everyone saw him. He left uh, the the divisional round game, took took the shot. It wasn't even really a shot to the head, but he, he went down pretty hard. Could have been a neck thing. Either way, he had neurological symptoms. He's in concussion protocol. I have basically been operating under the assumption that he's going to play. Is that how you feel as a Chiefs fan? Yeah, I, I don't think there's I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, I, there's there were supposedly rumors about um, that. Andy Reid, I think, said before this had been you know five years ago or whenever they put like the official concussion protocol in place, like Mahomes probably would have come back in the game. Um, so I think he's he's a, he's going. Uh, I think they had like a walkthrough, and technically he was like a limited participant, but all signs point to him playing. Um, there was also another rumor that. Mahomes was asked like a, a series of questions in the locker room and he got 
all of the questions, but one of them wrong. He got all the questions right, but he got one wrong. And I guess you have to pass it with a hundred percent to go back in the game. So um, I don't know if that's true. That's kind of a rumor that's floating around on Twitter. I would love to know what question he missed. People, people are saying, people are speculating that they, they asked him what question, who you played last week and saying that Mahomes got it wrong because he forgot that they played the chargers and the last game that he played was week six, week 16. Um, so that could, you know, that, that could be something, but that's all hearsay, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm operating that, that Mahomes is, that Mahomes is a full go. And I, I'm sure that, I'm sure that the bills are, the bills are as well. I got, I got to tell you, I was pretty impressed how much faith Andy Reid was willing to put in his backup quarterback. So if, man, if Chad Henney had to play this week, do you, what would your confidence level would that be? I mean, I, I, I don't, I'll, I'll never, I'm never going to doubt Andy Reid. You know, and Andy Reid is arguably the, the best quarterbacks coach of his generation, you know, obviously Bill Belichick and Andy Reid are, I think are clear one and two coaches of the generation, but, um, and, and Belichick had Brady, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's just kind of, it's easy. I mean, you have one quarterback for 20 years. It's, I mean, and what Andy Reid has done consistently with, with backup quarterbacks and, and, and mediocre quarterbacks, you know, he basically, you know, revived Michael Vick's career. Um, he, he saved the Eagle seasons a couple of years when Donovan McNabb went out with injury yeah. Would my confidence level be high with Chad Henney? No. Have crazier things happened in the NFL? Sure. I mean, Tyler Heineke, you know, played for against the Bucks, and it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was close, but, you know, they had a puncher's chance. So with, with Chad Henney, I was, I'm not going to go out there uh, saying, you know, oh, we're going to win this thing, not worried about it. But I, after what Andy Reid has, what, I will never doubt Andy Reid after what he is, you know, all that he has given me in the Chiefs franchise and the Chiefs fan base. So I, I have got I gotta have confidence in my guy. Okay. So if, if Mahomes were to not play or heaven forbid he were to get re injured during the game, you would not feel that it was instantly over. There would still be a pretty decent chance that the Chiefs could pull it out. I, I don't know if there's a I don't I don't know what you're saying, pretty decent or, or instant I don't think anything is instantly over in a in a in an NFL game just because like I said, you know, cra- crazier crazier things have happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, my confidence level would be probably be like a two out of 10, three out of 10, but I, it's not like, I, it's not like I would turn the game off. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, Josh Allen maybe is uh, a bigger part. Uh, I don't, that's probably not even fair, but if Josh Allen were to go down, I like my confidence would absolutely tank in the bills. Yeah. I mean, Matt Barkley is so, is absolutely, I mean, Chad Henney's not good either, but like <laughs> Matt, Matt Barkley, like you, I, Matt Barkley, I, I think I've seen him play like six plays in the NFL and th- seen him throw like three picks. <laughs> like every single time he comes in, it, he, it's just Matt Barkley is one of those guys that you're like, how is this? And not to get political, but it's like, how is this guy on a roster? You know, and the, the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, not to, not to get into that situation, but like, I just guys like Matt Barkley just hang on the NFL and just, or, or just, you know, it, it's, it's absurd. You, there can't be anybody better, but you know, um, maybe we should just play yeah. Chad, Matt Barkley and, and Chad <laughs> Henney and, and play for the NFL coach of the year with, with, uh, Reed and, um, um, who's, who's, um, McDermott. um McDermott. Yeah. Sorry. I, I've heard so much about Brian Dable and will he won't leave mm-hmm. this week on Twitter that I keep forgetting that he's yeah. the OC and not the head coach. Yeah. 
Uh, Barkley, we just got put like one ounce of respect on him. He did drop a couple dimes against the Dolphins in Week 17. He made him look pretty silly. Yeah, they yeah, started the Dolphins look silly in Week 17. So yeah, good for him. <laughs> good for him. Um, so Cyrus, you mentioned how much confidence I guess you could say that you have in Andy Reid. Andy Reid is making his eighth conference championship appearance. Yeah. So in his previous seven, he's two and five. Right. Does that change your confidence at all with him? I mean, he went to five with Philly, and it, it, it took about five chances to get over that hump to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, he, he's been to two already with you guys, been the Super Bowl in one of those two. But sure. does Andy Reid coaching the conference championship for his eighth time and, and having a losing record, does that worry you at all? Um, No, not, not really, just because – uh, you know, I, I honestly, I hadn't even thought about it to that point. It's, it's, it's like, um, you know, y- it's like you said w- before we got started on here about some, you know, crazy chiefs guy on Twitter talking about the ch- beast, the chiefs beating the bills with Alex Smith. Like none of the guys who are, I mean, there's some overlap with like the 2018 team. Um, but you know what, what Andy Reid did with the Eagles in 2002 and, and, and what it's just, you know, I, I don't, think that really has anything to do with uh w- with you know what's going to happen tomorrow and, and we've already seen like i think andy reed has definitely not i think andy reed has learned his lesson in terms of you know being aggressive in in the playoffs that was very evident in the end of the game um the divisional last week obviously you know he's still um he still has a, a clock mismanagement you know every every blue moon but every coach in the nfl does um, yeah, he's, he's, two, he's two and five, but he, you know, he's, he never, he didn't have, he didn't have Patrick Mahomes in Philadelphia. Um, and, you know, in, in, he also, you know, in the bot, there's too many variables, you know, but you have Bob Sutton in 2018, loose to the Patriots. Cause you know, you can't get off the field. And, um, I, I think, um, it, it's, it's, I think it's fairly arbitrary. Okay. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, you, you... I mean, I would, I would ask the same question of you guys, like if, if the bills get to the super bowl, would you have confidence knowing the bills struggles in the, you know, in the super bowl back in the nineties? I mean, that's a great point. I mean, there's always that I got, and, and I'm, I'm at that point now. I was at that point yeah. last week and the week before where I'm like, okay, the team has let us down so much. Like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know how much it can take, but the one thing where I do have some confidence in this bill's coaching staff is Dable's been in the league for 20 years. In mm-hmm. nine of the 20 years, he's been in a conference championship game. Now, granted, don't get me wrong, eight of those have been with New England and Tom Brady. Sure. And uh, one, one with Josh Allen. Much different teams, much different type of culture. It always benefits having a guy like Bill Belichick, as you said, one of the best coaches of our generation, as your head coach. I'm not trying yeah. to Belichick to McDermott. Sure, uh, of course. I get it. But, but Dable having that experience as a coach is something um, that helps that, that kind of helps ease the nerves. Same thing with Leslie Frazier having, I believe he's got three or four conference championships under his belt. And McDermott mm-hmm. has three under his. And he went to the yeah. Super Bowl with um, Carolina as a defensive coordinator. So never yeah. as a coach, obviously it, it's much different at that point. Um, but, you know, like you said, I can't, go back and look at the teams of the nineties and say, man, this team's the same because this team is built totally different than that team from the nineties. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I think, um, you know, looking at old records is, is, is interesting, but I think it kind of, I think, you know, it kind of stops there at, at you know, it, and 
you can, I think you can throw out everything from, you know, back, you know, five years ago plus. So um, I don't, I don't think it really makes much of a difference either way. Is um, Buffalo's obviously struggled with the run game, uh, except last week, their run game was the run defense was, 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 was very good. Uh, Yeah. But is the rookie Carlos Edwards Alaire? Is he right, going Cl- this week? Cl- I haven't heard anything. Cl- Cl- Clyde Edwards Alaire. Clyde Edwards. Um, Thank you. He was on. He's he's been expected to play all week. I sent my brother a, the Chiefs injury report uh, from today, and he was he he was limited a limited participant in practice. But I I think it's he's expected. I think him Watkins. Um, him and him and Watkins are both expected to play on um, on 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 Sunday. So I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting to have him, um, which which will be you know I, I'm you know Daryl Williams was, was you know great for the Chiefs on Sunday, huge. Um, but uh, but but I you know he, and he's a good pass catcher. But I you know Edwards Alaire is a is a is a is a great runner and and a, and a more natural runner and you know. Um, is you you get you get three you get three backs with him Bell and uh, Williams, um, you I think you you know you need that you need that sort of depth in the playoffs you know when you need, if you're running a four minute drill trying to run the clock out at the end of the game so I'm looking forward to having back having them back too. I feel like we see a ton of the Chiefs. They're always on national TV. They're maybe playing the late game if the Bills have the early game. I feel like I'm pretty familiar, especially with fantasy football, with with their offensive players. We know how deep they are. They, how many guys can catch the ball? What do you, as a Chiefs fan, what what do people not know about the Chiefs? Do, do they have a weakness? Has there been, you know, we used to say the Bills used to get killed by tight ends all the time. Like, is mm-hmm. there something that just like sticks out to you about watching the Chiefs a bunch? You know, um, I think. I think if the Chiefs have had an Achilles heel this year, it's been um, it's just been line of scrimmage. Um, you know, it, if if the if the Bills, uh, the the Chiefs have the Chiefs have struggled um, at 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 for long periods at times this year to protect protect Mahomes even when teams bring four four rushers. Um, you know, obviously the Chiefs have had a ton of injuries on the offensive line. And, you know, it's the the attrition started when Duvernay Duvernay Tardif and um, our our number one, or not number one, but um, our number three overall draft number three third round draft pick opted out because of COVID, um, and then Kalichi Osemele uh, or Kalichi Kalichi he 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 blows out both of his knees on the same play um, yeah. in Thanks. early you know earlier in the season. He was our he was one of our best run blockers. We've cycled through a couple centers because of injury. Um, Mitchell Mitchell Schwartz, you know, his career might be over. So I mean, I don't even that might I don't even, I might have just named five or six offensive linemen. Um, the Chiefs did a great job of protecting Mahomes, all things considered, against the Browns. Um, you know, Garrett got to Mahomes and and hit him a few times, but I don't think they had a single sack. Um, and and there have been a few games this year where the where the Chiefs have really struggled um to to uh, the Falcons game the Chiefs the Falcons rushed four and the Chiefs couldn't do anything about them and then alternatively the Chiefs the Chiefs pass rush um you know w- with with big money guys like Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark um that that those guys have 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 been quiet for long stretches of games so you know I, I look at 
I look at Aaron Rodgers play sometimes and I'm like, he is, he's, he can pitch a tent. Like he can drop, he can five step drop and, and build a fire back there. He's got so much time always. <laughs> and, and Mahomes, you know, hasn't been afforded that much this, as much this season. And, and the chiefs haven't done a great, have, have not done a great job of, um, of getting consistent pressure on the quarterback. And so I think, um, I, I, th- I think if the bills, the bills apps, I think the bills really need to win, win the battle of, um, the line of scrimmage, especially in the past game, um, on Sunday to, to, to really better their chances. That's interesting. Mahomes is also dealing with a foot injury. I don't know if, if anybody listening, if they watched the last game, even he would he he would still scramble and then he kind of limp back to the hall after. Where did that injury come from? Has that been a lingering thing? No, no. It 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 appeared to come from his touchdown pass on the second and nineteen to Kelsey. He just I think he kind of got whipped around and and maybe he was when he was planting his foot his his toe got jammed into the ground or something like that. But it was, it was pretty clear when the chiefs got the ball back, he, he short armed a few throws and missed badly on, on some mm-hmm. throws. He, he usually doesn't. Um, obviously the head is getting, the head is getting more attention than the toe right now as it mm-hmm. should. But I think, you know, I think, I think the toe is probably going to be more of a, more of a factor, but um, I, I, I don't know if we haven't heard much about it because everyone's focused on the concussion or, or if he's fine, but, that's that's going to be a that's going to be a huge huge factor because um, you know Mahomes makes a lot of off balance throws um, and and um, his footwork's really important to him obviously with any quarterback so that's definitely going to be somebody some, something to something to keep an eye on. Was it really? A, I, I've heard some reports saying that it wasn't really a concussion for him. It was a yeah. nerve, something with a nerve in his neck. Yeah. And even though they had to put him in quote unquote concussion protocol because it was head related. Right. No, he did not have a concussion. Yeah. I, I heard something about like, he got like his, and I don't know the terminology if this is correct or not, but like his, like an artery pinched or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost like the guy who tackled him, it was like a sleeper hold. Like he, he went unconscious and, and he got like the, you know, he, he got choked out essentially. And, and we got up, he was, he was woozy. Cause he, cause he was, you know, waking up and he wasn't, he, cause you could cl- see a clear as day, you know, it wasn't a hit to the head um, or not. I mean, every tackle in the NFL is a t- hit to the head, but you know what I mean? Um, right. and, and so it was, it was, it was, it was very odd looking, looking back um, and, and seeing the injury, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get a straight answer. Um, you know uh, it's, it's, you know, kind of remains a mystery or at least it, I think it will for, for at least until the end of the playoffs. My favorite thing about these two coaches, though, this week is that each of them, and obviously you could tell McDermott came from that Andy Reid coaching tree because they both are very similar when it comes to how they handle injuries. Both coaches like to try to get that competitive advantage based on the injuries of the players. And you saw that early on with Andy Reid earlier earlier this week, like you know Monday before practice started. And McDermott's done that throughout the, the playoffs as well with Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs, who both now look like they're okay to go and, and, and you know, Beasley maybe a hundred percent now. Um, but it's 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 gonna be interesting seeing these two go head to head again with them both being very similar in how they control the game. Like you said, Andy Reid still has his issues of controlling the clock and, and and time management. That's a big thing we talk about with Sean McDermott as well, is time management is not always the best. But both of them are very smart defensive, offensive, you know, very very smart football minded coaches in general. Mm-hmm. But you guys also have a coach on your team, Eric Bieniemy, 
who is getting a lot of talks, maybe leaving to go to Houston, maybe leaving to go to one of the other openings. Um, a guy, in my opinion, who I, I can't believe hasn't been, you know, called to be a coach yet in his career. But right. do, do you see him and the way that he runs that offense being much, much more of an X factor? Obviously, he likes to do a lot of motions. He likes to put, um, you know, use a lot of Tyreek Hill in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I felt like going back and watching the tape from when the Bills played the, the Chiefs earlier this year, he would run the same play three or four times, and then he'd throw a little wrinkle in. Like he'd run a motion and put Tyreek Hill in motion and fake the jet sweep to Tyreek Hill and then hand off to Allaire. Then he'd mm-hmm. do the same thing you know, three more times, and he'd run that play again, but that time it was a pass. Right. Do you see right. him – is that the way that he's called games all year? Or, you know, or, or, or is he kind of doing that more team-by-team team basis? When you say he, do you mean the enemy or Reed? I guess – I mean, Reed's the one calling your yeah, plays. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, Reed, obviously, the enemy's running think, that offense. Yeah, I think – I mean, Reed, Reed's the mastermind. I, I think um, – you know, I, I think Reed has Reed has such uh, such a such an archive of of plays and and schemes and, and game plans that I think he has the ability. Um, and and honestly, I think you know, and his, and his skill players and Mahomes are are really well drilled. I think he has the the ability to, you know, really really shift um, what he wants to do depending on what he sees in a defense, you know, maybe if he, in week six, if, if he saw a certain thing with the bills, he could stay in the same formation and run, you know, three or four variations of one play. Um, you know, I think in, that might be different if he's playing, if he's playing a different team, I, I think, um, I think he, I think he does. I think he, I think he likes to run variations of the same play because it, tells them more about how the defense is going to react to, and, and to, to certain situations. Um, and then he can, you know, based on what he sees in a single um, on this play, he can transition and, and go down this route or, or down this route. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's, it, I, I, I would say um, it's hard for me to speculate. You know, I, I, I watch all the chiefs games. I, I can, um, I'm not like, like an all 22 guy where like, I'll go back and, you know, watch every play from every angle. So I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and BS you and tell you that I know exactly, you know, what Andrew Reed's scheme is. But um, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I mean, I think generally you're right. I mean, he likes to send a lot of guys in motion, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of misdirection. Uh, you know, he, he wants to, he, he wants, he wants to get defenses thinking and, and not reacting. And, and, and I think, um, and, and I think, you know, motion and, and misdirection and, 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 you know, just the fear of the chief's general speed, you know, really helps him do that. Catch us up on Sammy Watkins. I'm sure he's going to want to score against his old team. I feel like he's good yeah, for uh, – I, I got to remember, week one next year, put him in a daily fantasy lineup because he seems like he blows up in week one when he's when he's actually healthy. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of gets hurt and somebody else gets the ball and he's kind of just, just floating floating by. But I'm sure – I'm sure you have some insights in the Sammy Watkins. Yeah, no, I, you know, it's, 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 he's a, he's like a, he's kind of an enigma. I mean, last year, last, last year against Jacksonville in week one, he had, you know, like 45 fantasy points or something, something, I mean, some ungodly number. And then, you know, he, he basically for the rest of the season just was, was your average, you know, third wide receiver, third, third catching option. And then, you know, in the, in the playoffs, um, 
you know, he, he has, he has the, one of the ceiling catches against the Texans. He, he had like seven catches for 116 yards and a touchdown against um, the Titans and AFC championship. And then, um, you know, he, he has art besides the, 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 um, the wasp play uh, that, that Hill caught on third and 15 in the Super Bowl. you know, he Watkins burns Roger, you know, um, Sherman and, and, and takes the go route up the sideline and, and puts the chiefs, um, you know, in the red zone, I think for the, for, for what was the, the, the score that took the lead. But, um, you know, I think, I think for, for me, um, you know, Watkins is, is huge because it, it frees up. He's always going to be single covered. Um, and he's always going to have a good matchup because teams have to worry about Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey before they even start thinking about Sammy Watkins. Um, I think he, he's a really good third down receiver. I think he's, he's got pretty good, pretty good IQ of where the chains are, where he is on the field. He's always, I feel like he's always getting his first downs by a yard, half a yard. Um, and, and so he's, he's a good safety valve there for the chiefs. Um, and then, um, he's just, he, he's, he, he allows, you know, Hardman and Hardman and, and then Demarcus Robinson get put down the depth, put pushed down the depth chart. And, you know, Hardman's made some great plays for the chiefs, but he hasn't always been the most consistent guy and Robinson too. Um, and so I think, you know, when Watkins is your third with is your third answer, it, it, it you know, he's going to have some favorable matchups. And then, and then also, you know, he, he's, he's still, he's, he's still, you know, got the ability to, to go off for a, you know, eight catch a hundred, hundred yard and touchdown game. So you can't, you can't ignore him. You got to pay attention to him, which, you know, obviously then brings Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill back in the fold. So I'm, 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 I'm very, um, I'm, you know, I, I was having this conversation with my brother today and, and I was saying, if you could only have Watkins or a layer back, which, which one would you, which one would you rather have? Um, and, and I, 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 I side with kind of Watkins, um, hmm. you know, may, maybe, maybe just at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I just, I love Clyde Edwards, a layer and I, and I love what he, I love what he can do, but um, you know, he, Edwards, Alaire hasn't been, um, I don't think he's as, good in pass pro maybe as Williams and, and Bell. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I, I guess I'd take, I guess I'd take Watkins, but that's, you know, they, they, they're both super valuable guys. I mean, a layer's best game of the year was against the, uh, against the bills back in, you know, week six or what have you. So that's a tough one. Yeah. The bills definitely sat back and kind of dared the chiefs to run in that game. And it, it, it worked for the chiefs. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, you met Elsa Madison, Kelsey, Kelsey is basically just a leaner Gronkowski, basically. Like, yeah, there, there's yeah. almost no is no way to stop him. Is there? Um, I mean, especially with, with the other weapons you have, you can't focus too much on the tight end. Is is there any theme you've noticed in games where Kelsey is kept quiet? Hardly, just because he's he's kept quiet, and I mean, basically no games. I mean, you know, his his game log, especially the last you know eight weeks, is averaging you know he catches 100 yards and a touchdown. You know. Um, I feel like if he, if he's quiet, it's probably cause the chiefs are running the ball a lot or, you know, they see something else in the defense, but I mean, I, I don't want to say Travis Kelsey's, I, I don't, I don't think there's anybody in the league who can dra- guard Travis Kelsey consistently one-on-one. Um, you know, I, 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 he's not the only guy like that. I don't think anybody in the league can probably guard Stefan Diggs one-on-one or Devonte Adams one-on-one, but I mean, Travis, Travis Kelsey, you know, he, this is the, he's putting together arguably the greatest tight season for a tight end ever um you know gronk had more gronk had more touchdowns gronk had a 17 touchdown year 
but mm-hmm. this is this is the most I think yards by a tight end and 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 Kelsey um if it's really interesting if you go look on like the all-time tight end leaders um Kelsey has I think more catches than Gronk now but half the touchdowns um hmm. it's it, it and I don't know why that is um but just Brady's favorite target. It was, he was Brady's favorite target, Brady's favorite target in the red zone, but even, even like other great tight ends, Kelsey doesn't, hasn't caught as many um, touchdown passes per catch as other, other guys have, but in the playoffs, the only other guy, the only other tight end in league history to catch more touchdowns in the, in the playoffs than, than Travis Kelsey as a tight end is Gronkowski. Kelsey has seven touchdowns in 10 playoff games. Um, Gronkowski has 12 touchdowns and I don't know how many playoff games, but, um, I mean, catching a touchdown in 70% of games is, is, is legit. So, um, I, I think, I think don't like nine guys have 10 or more touchdowns catches in the playoffs. And one of those guys is, is not a hall of famer. I'm pretty sure that's Antonio Freeman. And then Heinz Ward is not a hall of famer, but I, I think he should be, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. But, uh, yeah, Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey's a stud. I mean, he's, 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 he's. And, and I, you know, and Patriots fans hate him because they, because they think that he wants to be Gronk, but, um, you know, I'm glad we can find some, uh, common ground on not giving what, not part of my French, but whatever, what Patriots fans think. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got to uh, ask you too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Charlie. Well, I just want to Kelsey did have a touchdown against Buffalo, um, earlier this year. Um, other than that, he was, he was fairly quiet, didn't light up. The offense too much, but he did have a touchdown, uh, Kansas City's first touchdown of the game for 11 yards. So Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that was probably the fewest. That might, that might have been the fewest passes, you know, uh, Mahomes through, you know, all – well, yeah, I mean, Kelsey, I mean, you, you, he's quiet, but he, he had five catches, 65 yards, and two touchdowns. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if, that's, if, that's, if that's quiet this Sunday, I'll take quiet. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean compared to what we've seen, I guess – the bills do, you know, play against tight ends, you know, they, 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 they haven't been great against tight ends in general this year. Um, yeah. But if Kelsey's going to be their lead receiver, truthfully, I, I would take that. I don't want to see a guy like Tyreek Hill get too much open field for himself or, or any of the other speed receivers. I feel like every receiver that Kansas city has is built the same way, short, fast, and, <laughs> and, and speedy. I mean, that, yeah, no the way to describe them. Yeah, it's it's you know um, you know Tyreek you know hard Watkins is probably not he's probably the only guy who's probably not going to like outrun a guy um, mm-hmm. down not to say he can't but um, I mean he's he's still if he's if he's your slowest wide receiver that's yeah you got some speed absolutely so I gotta ask you on defense where did Daniel Sorensen come from every time I watch the Chiefs this dude just makes plays all over Man. the field. It's crazy. Um, I mean, I, he was a BYU guy, uh, and and he's. I don't remember if we if we drafted him, or or picked him up in free agency. He's been around for for as I think as long as Andy Reid has. Um, I was I rewatched the the Chiefs Texans game, uh, that thirty to nothing victory in two thousand fifteen, um, and and he was on the field for the Chiefs then. I'm I'm, I'm almost positive. Um, and, and so, yeah, he's, he's a, like, he literally only makes, when he makes a play, it, it's like, a, it decides the game. It's a, a pick, a pick six to seal it. Uh, uh you know, a, a, it's like, it's like half of his tackles are tar- turnovers. Um, and, and so, I mean, he's, 
you know, he, his, his, his nickname, Dirty Dan is, you know, being obviously taken more seriously and probably the wrong way this week after the, the you know, the Higgins play, but um, mm-hmm. man, talk about a talk about a guy that, you know, probably not the, probably not the fastest, probably not the quickest guy on the field, but just, um, just a dude that just makes stuff happen in, in, in big spots. And, and that's, you know, you, there's something to say, be said about that. So I, I asked earlier what Kansas City has to do to beat Buffalo. What does Buffalo have to do to beat Kansas City, in your opinion? Obviously, where is their weakness, even on the defense side of the ball? Obviously, Josh Allen, you know, is going to play a big role. Stephon Diggs is going to play a big role. But how can the Bills come into Kansas City this week and there's 17,000 fans and find a way to come out victorious and go to the, go to the Super Bowl? Um, you know, I think it goes back to what I said earlier is if the – Bills can if the Bills can get pressure with four with with four down linemen, I think it's going to be really I think that's going to go a long ways. Um, you, know, you bring, I mean Patrick Mahomes just destroys the blitz, um, mm-hmm. and 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 he does a he does a great job pre snap of directing his line, and then not even just with his with his with his arm, but I mean against the blitz, I mean how especially last year in the playoffs against Tennessee and and and, and the Texans. Houston would bring a blitz and, and, and Mahomes would just run up, run away from it. Um, and, you know, pick up big, big chunks of yards. So on defense, I think that the bills really be able to need to, to need to get consistent pressure with, with four guys. Um, I don't know if the bills will can establish any semblance of a run game. I don't know if they have any interest in it. Um, you know, the chiefs have been very good against the run and um, it really when it matters, the, the Cleveland got it going a little bit in the second half, but, um, you know, in, against Derrick Henry last year in the playoffs, Henry had, you know, 60 something yards and on, you know, average, you know, three or four yards of carry, nothing, nothing special. So maybe, you know, I, I, I don't even know if the bills running game will, will even be a factor. Um, Gatto, I, I think, I think it really just comes, comes down to, um, you know, if, if Josh Allen can be the Josh, the, the Josh Allen that he's, he's been for the majority of the season, which is an MVP candidate. Um, you know, Allen played one of his worst games in the, of the year against the chiefs in week six. I don't expect him to repeat that. Um, but you know, it's, I think it's going to, Josh Allen's going to, going to have to I hate to simplify it, but um, you know, I think he's, I think he's going to have to outplay or play as well, play as well as Mahomes, And then, and then hope that, de- you know, defense gets a, has a great game plan, get it, can get a stop or a turnover or, you know, or get consistent pressure. Um, you know, the bills are a great, are a great team. And, 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 you know, I, I don't think any, not, no, no smart chiefs fan is taking them lightly, but I, I still think, you know, I think, I think Allen, um, I think, I think Allen needs to, you know, I mean, he, he, he needs, he needs to play, he needs to play a great game. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, this, this, it's a quarterback's league now. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, I think he's got to, I think he's got to play, play a good game. Do you have a score prediction for us? Assuming Mahomes um, plays, score prediction. Um, you can give us one of each if Mahomes plays or if and if Mahomes doesn't play. If Mahomes if Mahomes doesn't play, uh, I think the Bills win uh, thirty to you know uh, I don't know thirty seventeen. Um, wow. If, okay. I was gonna say the exact same, like literally the exact same thing. Thirty seventeen. If Mahomes does not play, yeah, so if Mahomes I give that play, a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, if Mahomes if Mahomes plays, I I think if Mahomes plays is and 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 is it is it full strength? I think the Chiefs win. Um, you know, 
Okay. So, so either way, uh, sounds like we're everyone's taking the over this week. <laughs> One way or the yeah, other. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard not to take the over with the Chiefs in the playoffs. What, what's um, the over? Forty-seven is not too high. Yeah, the over is only the over is the only over is only forty-seven. No, no, no. I'm saying thirty to seventeen would be forty-seven. That's not too high. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. That's fifty-four. Fifty-four. Is it really? Yeah. I I saw it a lot lower than that. I haven't looked all week, but I know Monday it was lower than that. So maybe they think they they know something that we don't. Mahomes is going to play. Maybe, maybe. Um. Yeah, I you know so uh, I think I think you know I, I kind of expect all Chiefs games to be to be high scoring at this point you know um, so I'm expecting another another shootout so it should be it should yeah. be a fun one. I'm if, interested. If, to s- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. You, I was, you I'm interested to see how the the defensive battle like the last game I thought it was going to be pretty high scoring it was 26 to 17. Yeah, um, it, it was it was pretty it was kind of crappy weather as I as I recall. Um, not to say it's going to be nice uh-huh. in Kansas City on Sunday. Um, you know, it's very few places in the country are nice in mid January, um, but. Uh, but I don't. I just. I feel like I've gotten you know so used to putting seeing seeing the Chiefs put up big points in the playoffs and and you know I think the Bills are gonna you know the Bills are gonna um, you know have to keep. I expect the Bills to have to keep pace because I expect you know I expect the Chiefs to score. Um. So. Real quick, I want to ask you about last week against Cleveland. Yeah. If Mahomes plays that whole game, is that game as close as what it was no. coming down the stretch? Okay. No way. No way. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't see the whole game. I saw yeah. bits of it, um, and then I, I got a text message saying Mahomes went down, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" So I, I caught the very end, but I didn't see much I, of that game. So I, I think I think if Mahomes if Mahomes doesn't get hurt at all, doesn't hurt his toe, I think the Chiefs win that game by um, at least 14 points. Uh, if 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 he if he if he hurts his toe and and, but is not concussed. I still think they they win by by two scores. I think they win by ten or something. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I because I, the Mahomes Mahomes hurts his it's 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 thirteen to three. Mahomes hurts his toe. The Chiefs drive to like the Browns twenty five yard line, and I thought this was really stupid by Reed at the time. To- not at the time. I thought this. I thought this was Reed's worst playing calling sequence of the day. Um, Mahomes hurts his toe had thrown two passes on the drive that were awful. Like they were five yard outs and Mahomes missed them, threw them into the dirt. Um, and then, and the chiefs have been running the ball really well. And he called three straight passes and they, no, they went nowhere. And the chiefs kicked a field goal made it 16, three. If, the, if, 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 if Reed calls a run, the chiefs were gashing the Browns at that point. So if Mahomes is fine, I think the chiefs go score another touchdown. It's 20 to three. Um, and then, you know, if, if Butker doesn't miss field goals and then, you know, if Mahomes stays in for, for the last, you know, third quarter, mid third quarter on the chiefs at least score another touchdown. Um, I don't, I don't think it's close. Um, I also have a, like a, a, all the Browns fans saying that, you know, whether you agree with the rule change, the fumble in the back of the end zone, the Browns fans saying, Oh, it should have been 16, 10 at halftime. Well, it wouldn't have been 16, 10 at halftime because assuming the Browns score on that play or the next play, the Chiefs still drove down in 30 seconds and kicked a field goal. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like it, the ball went out of the back of the end zone and the Chiefs got the ball to the 50 yard line, got got two first downs and kicked a field goal. They went the length of the field 
in, in 30 seconds and, and, and kicked a field goal. So it would have still been 1910. You, you may have had the, you, you, you may have had the touchdown, but it wouldn't have been 16 to 10. And then, and then plus, um, you know, Mahomes injury was a freak accident. The Rashad injury play was a freak accident. You wipe out both freak accidents and the chiefs win, I think pretty handily. And I, and I think if you're a Browns fan that disputes that, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cyrus, uh, I think one, yeah, sorry. I, my, my last, my, my question for you guys is, um, is if the Browns win, would who would you rather face? Um, Brady, Brady or Rogers? Or the Packers uh, I, or the Bucks. I think you got to – well, not only are the Bucks significantly worse, in my opinion, than the Packers, you want to absolutely beat Tom Brady if you're the Bills. Absolutely. Oh, I, yeah, I completely sure. agree. I, com- I, I completely agree. I think that if there's if there's like one bitter – this is and this is like really asking a lot. And like I – you know, if there's one like part of like the Chiefs climb to the championship, it's that we didn't beat Brady in 2018, that like – I, I'll, I'll wish we had back. Um, and so I, I imagine is as, as for, for, for the bills coming full circle to, to beat Brady in, mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl would be, I mean, talk about exercising demons. Um, and, 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 you know, obviously it is, you know, it's different than beating, you know, beating the Pats, but you guys have already dispatched, dispatched with them this season. And, and, but, um, but uh, yeah, that would be that would be pretty. I, I can imagine as a Bill, Bills fan, that would be pretty cathartic to to, to oh, take down uh, yeah, Tom Brady. Absolutely, absolutely. Take down Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah I, tweeted, I, I tweeted on uh, as the Bills play on Saturday, like like late Saturday night. I'm like, this is the post game high talking. But I want I want the Chiefs. I want to go through Mahomes, and then I want the Bucks, and the Bills should beat Brady in his own stadium to win the Super Bowl. That would be. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a team of destiny right there. Um, and you know, uh, if you guys, if you guys were playing anybody but the chiefs, I would be absolutely rooting my heart out for you guys this Sunday, but you're not, you're, it's the, you got the chiefs. And, and I, I, you know, as much as I love Bills, for the Bills as, Super Bowl, that's okay. As, as much as I love Bill's mafia and I, and as much as, you know, I've, I've actually, I've also, I've also, I've actually followed like Bill stuff a lot this year. Cause a lot of Bills guys followed me and I followed them back and, you know, you guys being two of them with the whole Waffle House thing. So um, I've, I've, I've followed a lot of like Bills media guys uh, th- this season. So um, it, it's been, it's been, it's been kind of fun to, to, to see, you know, their rise. And I mean, the, the Bills and the Chiefs, it, the funny thing is you guys know Marv Levy's first NFL coaching job was the Chiefs, right? Yes. I didn't know which that. Which is not many, which is, I didn't realize that until earlier this season. Um but uh, you know, two 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 great football cities, two great two great teams, um, and I'm I'm looking two great quarterbacks. I, I hope we get a good one this Sunday. I think we're all hoping for a good one, one way or the other. I mean, in all honesty, and and Nick and I will do our score predictions here a little later. But in all honesty, you know, if Buffalo doesn't win, I at least want the game to be close. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't want to see them go in and get blown out, or or, or vice versa. I'd like to just I want to see a good football game. Charlie, can your bl- blood pressure handle a close loss? My blood pressure, I don't know, could even handle this game. Let's just get to Sunday first because it's it's it, it's 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 crazy. I'm like, before the Browns game started, I'm like, I'm feeling okay, like I'm feeling pretty regular. And then like we kick off and first drive, I'm sh- like I'm shaking, like I, I'm I I can't control mm-hmm. can't control my hands. It's it's there's there's once once you know you can talk about it all you want, but once once you once you, once that game starts, it's it's God, it's a whole different level of stress. 
So, so Cyrus, you, you I, I don't know if you uh, saw, I, I tweeted out last week or two weeks ago, the Bills Colt game. The, the, the reason for Nick's sly little joke there is uh, my heart rate, <laughs> according to Apple Watch, the first playoff game in the wild card round. Yeah. 175 beats per minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that was, and that was just sitting. Like I oh wasn't, my God. I was sitting. So, oh my gosh. So all my friends are joking around with me, telling me I need to uh, find a cardiologist to come live in my house during yeah. the football game yeah. and all of that. But uh, needless to say, th- this past week, believe it or not, it was a lot calmer uh, until the big pick six. And I was sprinting all over my house and oh, my wife yeah. had a video of me screaming and yelling. And I, I realized that I sound like one of those screaming goats that you <laughs> see all the time. Uh, no, but I, I was all for it. I told you, you need to save that video forever. No, there's you'll you'll you will get you will get absolutely no no judgment from me. I've I've been there, <laughs> I've been there too many times to count. Um, on both sides of the coin, and 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 complete agony and 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 total ju- jubilation. So, uh, that's 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 awesome. But yeah, I I I uh, <laughs> and I, I'm gonna be thinking about your ticker this weekend. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, just kind of hoping, uh, just hold it together one way or the other. You know, yeah, I don't but, know how but, close I want it to be, but yeah, it's it's because, like you said, it's been a weird playoff. There haven't really been a lot of good games. No, um, no one's I mean, been no one that you expect to come in and, and completely just and and maybe Green Bay last week, but Green Bay struggled for a little bit against the Rams. But yeah, there's really been no games where the better offense really came out and was being the better offense, I guess, for, for lack of a better term. It's mm-hmm. been a very good defensive playoff so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the probably, you know, the, the Chiefs until Mahomes got dinged up was probably, you know, mm-hmm. probably the, the more, most surgical. But I just mean good in terms of like, I mean, that, that Buck saints game was just like, it was 30-20, but it was told, it was a terrible game. Like, it, was, I, it, really it just, it wasn't fun to watch at all. I mean... And you know, I'm sure. I'm sure for you guys, the Bills Ravens game that was awesome as a Bills fan, but like, it was it was kind of a tough one to watch too because the, the Ravens were so inept on offense. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, credit credit to you guys for credit to you guys for doing that. And, um, and but it's just, I, yeah, I just I just hope you know, I just hope uh, um, I just hope we get a good one. Um, and and I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting it. So i hope we're i think we're all expecting it so oh yeah yeah no it's uh it's gonna be exciting one way or the other uh, yeah you yeah. know like i said my my i don't know how much my heart's gonna be able to take and uh you know we'll <laughs> we'll see we'll see how long i i i, I last before my my heart beats that yeah <laughs> take that pregame nap again that helped yeah, I took a nice Pre- Nick, Nick. Uh Nick texted me this week, said, Go take a nap, take a walk. Like yep. you know you're not playing in the game, right? I'm like, Yeah, but like <laughs> you, I you, my emotion is, man. Do you guys have any pregame super like pregame superstitions or like p- for playoff games or anything like that? So Nick's not superstitious. I am superstitious. Okay. I'm, I'm very super like I wear the same hat every week. I okay. drink I, I only drink Jack and Coke during football games. During games. <laughs> and I drink it out of the same cup every week. Uh, love it. Love uh, it. Josh Allen yeah. knows that, I think. And he was he would do worse if he didn't. Listen, man, that's yeah. how I, I, I think he will. Uh, you got you, 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 you to do what you got to do. I, 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 I respect it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, the hat I wear is the original Bill Zuba's hat from back in the <laughs> 80s, 90s. So it's I love that. It's love that. Seeing, seeing the glory days. So I'm hoping, you know, it sees the glory days again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I <laughs> hope. About- you, I hope. Um, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm. My brother and I are pretty superstitious when it comes to like Kansas. We're huge Jayhawks fans. Kansas basketball. Okay. Um. Also, so. I'm a Chiefs football fan and a Kansas Jayhawks football fan, so it's the complete antithesis. I'm a fan of the, you know, so um, the Saturdays are terrible. Terrible Sundays are Sundays are great. Um, I'm not super, super, very superstitious. I did, you know, after the Waffle House challenge, the Chiefs go on to win the Super Bowl. So before the game on Sunday, I went back to Waffle House, um, sat in the same seat, wore the same sweatshirt, didn't have twelve waffles, but um, do they recognize you? Yeah, it was a completely different, completely different crew. Oh man. It was, which was too bad. I didn't, I didn't, didn't see anybody. Um, didn't, didn't see anybody oh, recognize. So you're not even Waffle House famous. That's like, that's a little letdown. It's like I, I went in there and I'm like, these people don't even know, don't even know there's, they're amongst greatness. But you right. know. <laughs> are you so, going to go to Waffle House this Sunday before the game? Of, of course. I mean, Same. I'm totally okay if you don't go. No, I'm. I will go. I will go. I will. I will. I will go. I will. And if there's somebody in my seat, I will wait until they leave, and, and, and I'll, I'll take my seat. I'll, I'll wear my. I'll wear my sweatshirt, and um, and I'll I'll uh, order the same thing, and hopefully get the same result. Listen, man. If you have any Bills Mafia friends there in your small town of Arkadelphia, um, I hope that someone comes and takes your sweater. And <laughs> your seat for 24 hours, and maybe maybe closes all the waffle house that uh, waffle house is down just for Sunday for the for a holy day like Chick Fil A. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's but, it's church. It's church. It's church and then Waffle House around these around these parts. That, that's very true. Like, like I told you last time, I have I had a really good buddy of mine that uh, um, was a swim coach there in Arkadelphia, and he told me he goes, "Man, it's church, Waffle House, and that's about it." <laughs> Yeah, it's it's no, it's it's uh, don't forget yeah, Henderson I'll, State Athletics and Henderson State, baby, the Reddies. That's right. Um, That's right. So, uh, so, so no, I'll, I'll be I'll be back and uh, I'll be ready ready to rock for uh, for Sunday evening. So right. before we let you go, real quick, yeah, um, tell us. Obviously, I, we know you're doing broadcasting, right yeah. Now, but how's the teams looking, real quick? Tell, tell, tell um, us how, you know, how you're going over there. Yeah, it's it's. You know, I won't I won't sugarcoat it. It's been um, I wouldn't say it's a it's a rough start, but you know, the the guys the guys won the conference championship last year um, in basketball, and we were driving up to play in the NCAA tournament um, when the world got turned upside down and and everything got canceled, and um, only only returning one starter on the on the guys side, and basically the entire rotation's new. So and with COVID, like they've had, you know, they haven't had their a full team practice in like four months. Um, so it, it's, it's really, you really know, you, you never know what you're going to get. Um, there, there's a lot of talent on the team. It's just, you know, it's just gotta, gotta get, you know, gotta get everybody up, got, get, gotta get, excuse me, everybody on the same page and, um, and, and play together and, um, it'll, it'll come together and it's, it's fun to, it's, it's fun to watch a team grow like that. And the girls are the same way. The girls lost three of the program's best all-time players last year and they got a, a lot of new faces. So, um, two great coaches, they'll get it done. But, you know, all in regular years, there's 12 teams in the conference and in normal years, eight teams make the conference tournament. But this year, all 12 do. So really, it's just if you can stay healthy around conference tournament time um, and, and if you're and, and, and 
and if you're peaking and, and playing together well in March, um, we're going to have a shot. So uh, I'm look, looking forward to looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how the guys, uh, the guys and girls as well, um, you know, uh, continue to improve. The, the girls are out for, for the next two weeks in COVID protocol. So um, uh, it's just, it's just guys right now, but uh, they got a, they got a big game on tomorrow night. So I'm looking forward to that, but I appreciate you asking. <laughs> Always, right. man. You know, always got to hear about how Henderson State is. Always, especially uh, yeah, when we got you I'll send you guys a Reddy's polo. <laughs> there we go. Lo- love it. Love it. All right, Cyrus, tell them where they can find you on Twitter. Uh, find me on Twitter, just at Cy Wittig. Um, I'm tweeting about random things. Um, Chiefs, uh, I think you should leave. Jayhawks basketball and everything <laughs> in between. So, uh, at, at Cy Wittig and... Uh, all right hey thanks for coming on Sag. appreciate the time hoping for a good game and hope you cheer on the bills in the super bowl <laughs> all right all right thanks for having me guys i'll talk to you later talk to you thanks man all right charlie what's your score prediction for me dude dude you know i've been going back and forth on this all week again um but I, so so before i get there let me ask you this nick Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has been I, I guess he's Patrick Mahomes is looked at around the league as so dominant much like how Tom Brady used to be looked at as well right and he almost gets looked at as the quarterback that you just can't beat Patrick Mahomes like Patrick Mahomes has to have a bad day so how do other than what Cyrus said about you know the Bills having four-man pass rush this and that how do the Bills find a way to slow down Patrick Mahomes? Because I think they're going to do a good job this week against the run. But how do you slow down Patrick Mahomes? Because you're looking at a, a, a Colts team that snuck into the playoffs. Yes, they were good. They were, you know, they were a 10-win team, but they just got into the playoffs. You looked at a Ravens team with Lamar Jackson, who over the years has not been known as a playoff quarterback. You know, he got one playoff win in the wild card round against a good Titans team, but he struggled every single playoff game that he has been in outside of that one game. And he struggled this past week against Buffalo. Buffalo hasn't had a go up against a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes in many, many weeks. So what do the bills need to do to come out and really slow down Patrick Mahomes, win this football game and go to their fifth Super Bowl? Well, the Chiefs right now are 15 and two. They lost one game this year to the Raiders and they gave up 40 points. And they, they lost. Score, you know. What's that? How many did the Chiefs score that game, though? That was a shootout, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That game was, um, well, this is wrong. Okay. That game was 40 to 32. And if I recall, this was October, like it was pretty back and forth. And the, and the Raiders went ahead late, if I recall. And I called that that Raiders. You did that. absolutely keep bragging about that. <laughs> uh, so that was that game, and then they lost Week uh, 17 against the Chargers. They gave up 38 points, and oh by the way, Chad Henney played, and Patrick Mahomes did not. So basically, the only way we've seen this year is score 40 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills did show in their previous game that you can limit Patrick Mahomes, but it wasn't like. It wasn't that they Patrick Mahomes dropped back and was so confused by the defense. It was the Chiefs said, oh, 
you're gonna make it super easy to run against. You're gonna give you know back off in in coverage. Sure, we just won't throw as much. And they did do a you know a decent job, a better job than some teams do at limiting Patrick Mahomes at playing tighter coverage or forcing him to throw the ball where he doesn't want to. No one really, really, really like no one really dominates Patrick Mahomes. He's too good. The skill he has around him is too good. These guys are too fast. There's too many weapons. You can't cover them all. He can make every throw. And oh, by the way, he's also like a sneaky good runner who can extend the play or scramble or, oh, they just, Sammy Watkins, the player the Bills traded up to take fourth overall. He's like their, you know what, the fourth option in that offense. Oh, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell, who was held out for a year because he wanted to reset the running back market, just, just added to their team. No big deal. He, their offense is so multidimensional that you you can choose what you want to take away and hope that the other ones don't burn you. So mm-hmm. m- maybe they're going to play the exact same game they did last time and say, Hey, we backed off. We kind of gave them the run and they only scored 26 and we just got to score more than 17. And maybe our offense just needs to play better. That is possible. I think they have, uh, they have more, uh, players available. I think Matt Milano missed that game. I think the Bills are undefeated this year when Matt Milano plays. Josh Allen was also still hurt that game with the shoulder. Yes, that's true. That's true. So do they have more flexibility in covering Travis Kelsey and they can devote more resources elsewhere? Do they man, I don't know. Sean McDermott is is a genius. This is what he is a genius at is finding mismatches and ways to make the other team uncomfortable. And there are all the people who watch film, they say, man, you, you know, pre-snap, it looks like the offense is going to have an advantage. And then Thermit knows just, just has studied the film and knows the tendencies well enough that the routes that they're going to run from these formations, they run right into the defense that he sets up. So I don't know. I think you really got to, got to limit the offense as much as possible. It's going to sound stupid. You limit the offense and you got to score. And uh, of course, mm-hmm. any, everyone's like, Hey, uh, let's, let's try to limit their offense. And let's try to score a bunch. Like that's not like rocket science here. Josh Allen in the offense has to score more than 17 points. I thought they played pretty badly. We can say that against the chiefs. Yeah. And I don't, I don't How know. How much that though, Nick? Was, do you want to say the moment was was too? I don't, uh, I don't recall. In like in hindsight, the weather being a huge factor, I almost felt like I was going to ask you, did you feel like that was similar to the Houston playoff game where Josh was trying to do a little bit too much in that game? I didn't think so. I mean, the rain and wind were were much worse than what they were for for this past week against Baltimore. Um, it wasn't as bad as what I believe the Tennessee game was, you know, because I, I believe that was also bad weather. But Josh Allen also wasn't healthy. Like this, you can really sit down now and say that Josh Allen is healthy. He's not wearing the brace on his shoulder. Um, and, and Milano's back healthy. And really the, the only big player that you're missing right now is Zach Moss. But Buffalo didn't run the ball much mm-hmm. last week. Um Singletary did a very good job in pass blocking um, in week six against Kansas City. Buffalo may be able to, you know, to hang in there with Kansas City. My my big thing is is I I think Buffalo's offense is better than Kansas City's defense. 
Mm-hmm. But I think Kansas City's defense is better than Buffalo's defense. Sorry, sorry, Kansas City's offense is better than Buffalo's defense. So, and, and, and this is the first time where I can really sit down and look you in the face, Nick, and say, first time this playoffs at least, that I feel like the Bills' uh, defense is playing the better offense because you look at Baltimore. You take out Lamar Jackson and that run game, really who does Baltimore have? You know, Buffalo did a good job of slowing down Hollywood Brown. And outside of Hollywood Brown at receiver, maybe Willie Sneed, sure, but Willie Sneed's not a uh, Sammy Watkins or a uh, Tyreek Hill type of guy. Same thing, and, and, you, and you look at the Colts. Sure, they had a 39-year-old Phillip Rivers, but outside of him and the running game, uh, who who do they have? N- nothing. There, there, there wasn't much of a – offensive threat there that I felt like, man, Buffalo's got to find a way to stop this offense. The Chiefs offense is just so explosive and so good Mm -hmm. that the Bills defense, as good as they played last week against Baltimore, has to find a way to take it up a notch. And I said it on episode after episode after episode, Nick, this year, that that when the defense was playing terrible, that the Bills defense is going to have to find a way to win a football game. You did say that. You called that one. I gotta give you credit. And I also say, and I, 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 I thank you. And I did did tweet it last week as well, saying that that this week at eight fifteen this past week was that game that the defense was going to have to show up and win a football game for their team, and they did. This week is going to be the game where Josh Allen has to come out and prove all the doubters wrong, all the national media that wants to sit there and say Josh Allen does not deserve to be an MVP talk, all the people that want to sit there and say the Bills fans, Bills Mafia was nothing years ago, a few years back. They didn't care about their team. They didn't love their team. Who who are these people? Oh, there's Chiefs fans all over the place. There's Now, look, I know how much you hate talking about the national media, but I work from home much like everyone else in America. I sit down. I watch ESPN during the day while I'm working. Uh, my boss isn't listening, so I can say that I watch TV while I work um, and NFL Network and all of that stuff. And there's just obviously a love affair with the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. I get it that right now they are on top of the world. They are the world champs. And obviously Patrick Mahomes is a step better than Josh Allen. But if Josh Allen wants to prove everyone wrong and prove that he was able to take that big step this year, because don't forget, Josh Allen has not had a good game this playoffs. He had a, he had a fairly good game. I will say against the Colts. He did not have a good game last week. Josh Allen has to have a Josh Allen um, versus the Rams, Josh Allen versus the Seahawks um, type of game. Josh Allen versus the Miami Dolphins in week 17 type of game where he can come out and just be dominant. And, that's what it's going to take, in my opinion, for Buffalo to win this game. It's going to fall on Josh Allen. Yes, the defense has to step up and Milano and, and and sure, everyone. But it's Josh Allen's time, and it's Josh Allen's time to show the world that he is ready for this and he is ready to take that next step. I think in general football terms that apply here, the better quarterback you play – the more important it is to get a good pass rush from your front four. If you need to send mm-hmm. extra guys to get heat, that's somebody you got to take out of coverage. So I think Patrick Mahomes' foot injury could be a factor here. If he is not as mobile 
as he usually is, and he's forced to kind of stay in the pocket. Uh, the, the front four has to get home and create pressure. The, if you take too many guys out of coverage, they're they're just too deep to beat you. I think they got to be able to get pressure with four or disguise pressure or bring the blitz. Uh, they blitzed a lot, I thought, against Lamar, and were fairly successful with that. So I don't know if Sean's going to get deep into study here and cook something special up this week. But I'm going to tell you, man, I told you, I said on this podcast, but maybe two, three months ago, the way the Bills offense is running, they can win every single game they play the entire year. They finished number two in scoring offense ahead of the Chiefs, only behind Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I told you I was going to pick the Bills in every single game because they had the offense to win it. I'm going to pick the Bills again with Mahomes in the game. I'm taking Buffalo 27-25. Wow. Okay. So, listen, bu- Buffalo uh, – We and I've said this on the show, right? When Buffalo plays at their ceiling, there's no one better than them at their ceiling. Last week, defense played at their ceiling. Offense was not quite there. No, right? offense, we can say that. The offense was not good, period. No, the offense, offense was not 10, good. 10 points, 200-something total yards, not a good day. And the, the, weather, say, the weather was a factor. Like, that's real. Right. But still. I, I, like, think, I think if the wind wasn't 20 miles an hour or whatever it was, Josh Allen hits those two deep balls to Stephon Diggs. You know, there's 14 put up right there. Um, but it went both ways. I mean, look, kickers missed kicks last week, everything. It was it was a mess. Um, this week, the weather looks a little bit better. There may be rain in the forecast. Right now, I, I saw them calling for 40%. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is obviously going to be that big X factor, whether he plays or not, whether he's healthy or not. Um, I just feel like the Chiefs and Andy Reid get the better of this team. And, um, you know, and, and, and not by much. I don't see them winning by much. I, I, I think Kansas City comes out and wins this game 19-17. Um, I think you're protecting yourself. You are so – you get so <laughs> nervous for the game. And you're like, all right, if I, if I just pick the Chiefs, I can, like, start to accept a little bit, and then it won't kill me so right. bad. I want, like, you're, you're no, protecting no, it's going to kill me either way. Like, I'm, I'm once again not having my, – my neighbor is a big Packers fan, and he wants to watch the games on Sunday. And I said, look, I'll come watch the first half of the Packers game, but I'm not staying to watch the Bills game, and you can't come over to my house because wow. – Because, again, like I said last week, if the Bills win, man, like – I, 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 so you're gonna have a Bill Packers Super Bowl. You're gonna like mow each other's lawn or something if your team wins. Well, no, he doesn't cut his lawn in the first place, so he's not gonna come cut mine. Um, uh, that'll be that'll be a good message to get a kick his butt yeah, in the game. right? Um, no, in in all honesty, right? I um, um, uh, my 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 dad called me last week after the Bills game, right after the Bills won, and I texted him early on, you know, fourth quarter once Tron Johnson had the big pick six and. Uh, Lamar Jackson went down and it became obvious the Bills were going to win. I said, the Bills are going to the AFC Championship. Oh, my God. And he uh, he called me on his way home. He was, at, he was at his friend's house around the corner watching the game. And he asked me, he goes, how do you feel? I'm like, I have no – like, I, I don't know how to feel. Like, I have no reaction to this because I've never experienced this, right? When the Sabres were making their run in 99 – you know, I was still young. I was asleep when they lost in the Stanley Cup final. Like my parents literally 
put me to bed and then went to the neighbor's house and left me home alone to watch the end of the game. Great parenting <laughs> by my mom and dad. <laughs> but like, I, I, I don't, rem- I don't remember what that feeling was. I just remember everyone in Buffalo being excited. Right. And I'm sitting here now and I'm like, I don't know what this feeling is because I'm so excited and I love this team so much. And yeah, maybe you're right, Nick. Maybe I am afraid to, to, to I'm afraid to get hurt, man. I'm afraid to get hurt. You know, I, I, I want this team to win, but again, you have to go through Kansas city. If they were playing Cleveland, there's no doubt in my mind, Buffalo wins this game by two touchdowns, maybe even three touchdowns. If they were playing Cleveland, but Kansas city, I just feel like is just that good. They got the best of Buffalo. Um, in week six, I, I don't see why they don't come out and get the best of Buffalo again um, this week, but it's not going to be by much. It's not going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to be because Josh Allen plays bad or because the, uh, the defense plays bad. I just think it's going to be Kansas city is just that little bit better of a team and Buffalo still has to get over that hump. There Buffalo is missing a tiny piece. That's going to prevent them from over that hump. Yeah. I mean, you could totally be right. Like that would not surprise me. We know that they're as amazing as the season has been. It's still there's still room for improvement, right? Mm-hmm. And th- like I said, there's one. There's something missing, right? You could say D line. You could say maybe they need a yeah, uh, definitely D line quarterback. I would like to know? see some like a better tight end production. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously more Dawson Knox. I like to see Dawson Knox catch the easy passes. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> they could, uh, run blocking could certainly improve. Yeah, run blocking, all of that. Right? Yeah. But you don't need to have all of that too. Like especially when the bills were bad, we'd be like, "Wow, you know, you need to be such a complete, well run Like you don't necessarily need to have all that stuff. You just need to be able to overcome all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's either way, man. I think it's going to be a good game. My nerves are going to be through the roof. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, even last week, my wife was yelling and screaming right along with me. So it's 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 taking over. And the amount of people that I have that text me on a, you know, the last couple of weeks after the Bills games that have just been like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm like, I don't know. how. I don't know. I don't know what these emotions are. Right. Like, uh, but I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to, for this team. I'm excited for the city of Buffalo. I'm glad that um, we can really sit down and say that. You know, the, the the Bills had a great year this year. What, whatever happens, you can't take away what happened this season away from Buffalo, away from the city, away from the fans, away from this team. And I think like they did after last year or after, after last year's playoff game, they come back and they come back even stronger next season. They find a way to get better in the offseason. And, um, you know, they, they they find a way to get over that hump next year. Listen, just saying, putting this out there. If the game goes to overtime, you should just have Josh and, and, and Allen and Patrick Mahomes just stand on the goal line and just have a throw off. Winner yeah. wins the game. Yes. I, th- I, I think I'm every fan would be okay with that. I'm for that. I'm all for that. Um, Nick, before we wrap things up, there's two things I want to talk to you about real quick. If either um, of them are the Sabres, I don't want to talk about it. No, but the Sabres were good, I thought, in three of their last four games. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that some other time, right? This is, I, this is Bill's time. I'm also hearing rumors, by the way, real quick, about them in the last 72 hours or so. They have made a lot of calls about goaltending. They um, should. 
one name that I'm hearing thrown around for Buffalo is Mark Andre Fleury, but we'll get to that later. Um, Air um, um, uh, Philip Rivers mm-hmm. played his last NFL game in the wild card round against the Buffalo Bills. He announced he is retiring today. So obviously, in true Philip Rivers fashion, we have kept our podcast uh, profanity free um, in honor of Philip Rivers retiring today. But what is your? Do you have like a favorite Philip Rivers moment? Obviously, and and maybe two part question: favorite Philip Rivers moment and who won the infamous Philip Rivers Eli Manning trade? I, I think that's an easy answer. But all right, uh, Philip Rivers moment. Just I think in in general, just his. You'd see, like he, like if you, if you don't know this, he literally does not swear, which is wild. No. Way. So when you when you hear like the the on field mics, he you know, um, dad gummit, like like you know one of those southern you know not curse word bad words is like literally him saying that is like what I think. Man, I think he even slipped. Yeah, he slipped a dead gummit in in his in his press release today so mm-hmm. just hearing that on the football field is wild uh just always funny to me i saw a thing that jj watt tweeted today his favorite rivers memory was playing against him one year and uh rivers calling out across the line of scrimmage that their linebacker is in the wrong position yeah. given the blitz that he is diagnosing that they're already going to bring and he's yelling out hey he's in the wrong spot for the blitz and JJ Watt like, and he was absolutely right. And I couldn't say <laughs> anything on the field. So uh so that's your first part. Second part, um, I think not even close. The Chargers won won the trade. They they got uh Phillip Rivers and more draft picks for Eli Manning. I think I would have taken Phillip Rivers over Eli Manning on my team in almost every single year of their careers. I think Phillip Rivers would had a stronger career than Eli Manning and the um I tweeted today that I think Rivers is borderline Hall of Fame but I think he'll probably just get in based on longevity he he's fifth all time in passing yards and passing touchdowns um the game has obviously changed that's not really comparable to some of the older guys but just the longevity is impressive however I think Eli has the better Hall of Fame uh candidacy just because he's got two Super Bowls Eli Manning went to or I'm sorry Philip Rivers went to one conference championship game and lost, and that was, and that was it. And Eli Manning beat he Brady. Also, he also played that game with a complete MCL or ACL tear. Yeah, yeah, insane, ridiculous. Right. Um, um, but but, it's but, still, but he even got with, there one time, so I don't know. I would I would take Rivers over Manning on my team almost every year of their career. His his peak even with the Giants two Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Eli Manning wasn't an amazing quarterback in those years. They, they had a good team and they, they, you know, they came together at the right time, but it's not because Eli Manning was like shredding the defense. Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, they, they had a lucky cat, two lucky catches, I guess you could say, you know, they had the Plexico Burris catch in the end zone, just getting his feet down. And obviously the David Tyree catch on the helmet. Um, but no, I, I mean, if I had to think of my favorite Philip Rivers moment, so few people probably know this, right? Like, the Chargers are my – I wouldn't say are anymore, but growing up they were always my number two team because Doug Flutie left Buffalo and went to went to San Diego. So I always followed the Chargers after that and Drew Brees and really liked Phillip Rivers, just liked him as, as a whole. 
But I love all his mic'd up moments. Like if you listen to any of his mic'd up stuff of him on the sideline, just yelling at the refs, yelling at the coaches, just yelling on the field. You know, the guy sounds like a real coach. And he, he is going off to coach high school football back in Alabama now, uh, now that he's retired. Um, I would be surprised if we don't see him in the NFL again someday as a coach, whether it's offensive coordinator or head coach one day. Um, but the guy was just always fun to watch one way or the other. He was, he was a tough football player. Um, like I said, he played that AFC conference championship game with a torn ACL, found a way through it, played a very good game at that as well. Um, the guy was just a tough competitor and he just loved to compete and play the game of football. Um, but I will say I'm going opposite of you because of the two Super Bowl rings, no matter what Eli did, you know, Eli still was the quarterback that got the Giants to the Super Bowl twice and they won twice. Um, Phillip Rivers never even got to a mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Uh, so I would still say that the Giants won that trade. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I, I was thinking like put yourself in in fan shoes in mm-hmm. late July. Which guy would you rather take for that year? Rivers? Or, like, I, mean, I think it, I would have taken Rivers almost every time. Oh, I I, th- I think so too. I, I mean, if you're looking at at that point, yeah. I, I mean, I think Rivers was overall the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Rivers never got them, and Rivers had good weapons. Don't forget, he still had a Ladanian Tomlinson when he was there. He had good receivers. He Gates. had he had Antonio Gates. You know, um, he just could never get over that hump. And until this season, he was undefeated in the wild card games. He was four and zero. Um, but obviously I think we all saw his arm was lacking a little bit, um, which his arm was still looked better than Cam Newton's. Probably. I was, I was surprised how, that he couldn't make that Hail Mary throw down the field. At the end. I, I thought that I they were so short. Yeah. It was at like the five. Like I, I'm like, why, why are they not bringing the backup quarterback in to make that mm-hmm. throw? I thought that they would. I I don't know. My my heart stopped when that ball went in the air. By the way, but I w- I didn't think he had the arm strength to make it to the end zone. No, no, I, I I didn't think so either. I was shocked that. But at the same time, you know, kudos to Frank Reich saying. I I, I think Frank Reich and the Colts knew that maybe that was River's last game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if if it was me and that was my last game. Yeah, you want and- that. I get, give me the ball. I don't care win or lose. Like give me my chance to either ride out in the sunset as a, you know, as a champion, but I don't want people to say that I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, my last thing for you. Okay. I'm going to share a quote with you. Okay. And I want you to tell me who do you think said this? Ooh, okay. okay. And the quote goes, you don't know crap about football. If you William think I was the problem, hold on. It's not over yet. <laughs> If you think I, you don't know crap about football. If you think I was the problem, I had a mono scene ghost boy at QB. Oh come on, that's that's easy now. It's got to be Adam Gase. That was Adam Gase said that today um, to Bleacher Report about his time. Real quote: I had a mono ghost seeing boy at QB. That's real. That that is what he said. Wow, that is what he said. Man, all right. I might take. How does this guy keep getting jobs in the NFL? Dude, somebody free Russell Wilson. All right. Get him off of that team. Off of. 
Seattle. Russell Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause Gase, Gase was like interviewing with Seattle. I'm like, no. Yeah, if, if he, if he goes to Seattle, that that's going to be problems. Um, I'm shocked Alabama didn't try scooping up because Alabama's scooping up all the fired head coaches. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's a good hire to Doug Marone is now from NFL head coach to college offensive line coach. That's well, that's quite a gift for Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, you know, and they got Bill O'Brien in there as their offensive coordinator. Um, there at Bama, it, I don't know, man, Gase. I, I never liked Gase. I always thought Gase was too full of himself, and he thought that he was. Then he that he was supposed to come in and be the next great coach, and I think he thought coming into Miami that he was going to be able to turn that around after he had his one good season his first year. He ran Tannehill out of town, and Tannehill has looked a million times better than what he did um, yeah. in Miami. So I, I don't know. I, I think, in my opinion, I think the problem is Adam Gase as a head coach. I think Sam Darnold is a good quarterback. He just has no weapons around him. Yeah. All right. Let, let me ask you something. If Sam Darnold, if the Bills had somehow drafted Sam Darnold instead of Josh Allen, and I don't know, forget forget about the Rick Dennison year. If if Sam Darnold had two years with Brian Dable and the weapons that Josh has around him, what do you think Sam Darnold would look like right now? I think you'd be talking about Sam Darnold in the same situation as Josh Allen. As as an MVP candidate, because most of that is because I think Brian Dable and Ken Dorsey are that good as quarterback, co- you know, quarterback gurus. I guess you could say. Yeah. All right. I, th- I thought that was gonna be like like a hot take. I had like I think Sam Darnold would look really good if he had two years with Dable and all of these receivers around him too. I don't know how he's gonna look with Robert Slay. I, I mean, this guy's a they, they might they make rid of him. They might. They, I mean, and maybe they go get the Sean Watson, which just makes this division even more interesting. As long as the Sean Watson doesn't go to New England, yeah, that would be no. Deshaun. Listen, Deshaun. Like I, don't, I know we don't see a lot of Texans games up here. Deshaun Watson is amazing, and I don't want to see him go to go to Miami because, truthfully, their five thousand fans that they actually have do, don't deserve to have Deshaun. Oh, Watson they're rolling with Tua. I think. I th- I think so too, which is fine. Tua is just the Hawaiian Tyrod Taylor. Um, and and it, and if he becomes better than that, I will sign a apology letter to to a Tagovailoa, <laughs> much like we all had to do this year for Josh Allen. But um, yeah, I, I don't want to see him anywhere in in New England or Miami. Um, if he goes to the Jets, he goes to the Jets. It is what it is. I just don't see the Jets being a contender for a few years. I I, I don't. The, the 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 ins and outs of that organization, you know, outside of the players and coaches, you look at ownership and and front office stuff. Remind me a lot of the crap the Bills had to deal with during the drought years, where they just really have no sense of direction. They're kind of all over the place. They don't want to do too much, but they still need to do enough to look like they're trying to win football games. Um, and if they fall into a seven or nine record or an eight and eight record, they're fine with that. And I don't know if Deshaun Watson going to New York really makes that much of a difference. But I don't know if Deshaun Watson going to New York turns them in from a a, a two win team to a thirteen win team. No, I think it puts them in the eight and eight wild card contention almost automatically. Okay, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't even go that far. I think there's still too many weapons missing around him. I mean, look, they don't have Le'Veon Bell. They have no running game now. 
Frank Gore. You're going to address it. Oh, sure. They got the draft. They got free agency. They got some money to spend. If you were a free agent, though, right now, do you want to in, – in, in New York, if you had a choice between you know, all teams in the league and New York was calling you and trying to get you, is New York the place you'd want to go? I think Robert Saylor is somebody people want to play for. I'm going to be curious to see what he can do on the offensive side of the ball. We know he's, he's good on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, we'll Joe Douglas, our GM, has a good reputation as well. I think – I think they, they were very happy to wash their hands from Adam Gase with a high draft pick. I, I I mean, I think everyone's happy to get rid of Adam Gase at this point, except <laughs> Seattle, who wants to bring him in. But I, I've, I've had a lot of judgment on Pete Carroll over the last few years as well. I think he is – just his comments even after the Bill-Seattle game, how he said that, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I was expecting to come out and run the ball because I ran the ball last week. Like, teams change what they're doing every week, Pete. Like, you know this. Mm-hmm. They don't do the same thing every single week. Like, I don't know. Pete, Pete Carroll is he, – he's, he's one who – if if they didn't win a Super Bowl and go to two Super Bowls, I don't think Pete Carroll has a job. But somehow he finds ways to win, and I don't know how much of that is on Pete Carroll and how much of that is just he has surrounded himself with great coordinators and a really, really good quarterback in Russell Wilson. But, Nick – 6.40, Sunday, CBS. Finally getting Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and the whole CBS crew for the Bills-Kansas City game. All of Buffalo will be watching. The Sabres change their game from 7 to 3 o'clock on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So any Sabres fans, don't forget the Sabres game is at 3 o'clock this week on Sunday, not at 7. So you can watch the Sabres lose and hopefully watch the Bills win. Although mm-hmm. – Rumors say the uh, Capitals are going to be without Ovechkin and a few of the uh, their other Russian stars because they all broke pro, uh, COVID protocols. Wow. Yeah, they, they all were hanging out in the hotel room together. It's fortunate. Which apparently is a no-no. They were fined $100,000, and I believe the players have to go on the COVID list for two weeks. Wow. It's How about it? Big break for the Sabres. Yeah, so maybe the Sabres can sneak out with two Ws against a uh, – Otherwise, uh, you know, very good Capitals team. But, hey, you know what? My mind isn't even on the Sabres right now. The Bills are still in the playoffs. Let's get through Sunday. And, Nick, maybe next week we're coming on and talking about a uh, a possible Super Bowl berth. Um, find Super. a way to win, man. As Sean McDermott said, find a way, stay humble, stay hungry, and find a way. That's it. So, guys, remember, you can find Nick at Nick Veronica on Twitter. Find me at ChowWit68 on Twitter. Or you can always follow the Process Podcast at the underscore Process Pod on the Tweet Machine. I'm Charlie. That's Nick. Go Bills. And I almost forgot, Nick. And remember to always trust the process.